Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I want to talk about something very important that I think will resonate with a lot of people. And it's the idea of how to triumph over trauma. Now, even saying the word trauma, and I can imagine some of you are already getting chills and your thoughts are going deep into your past and your scars and and just with a deep breath, you're just going, man, I've been through it. And war soldiers go through this thing called PTSD where they've gone through so much and the battle was so intense and what they saw was so far graphic and grueling and scarring that now when it comes to living and going about day-to-day life that the smallest thing can just bring back horrible, horrible memories. First and foremost, we, we want to thank them for going through that for us. There's nothing that you can put a price tag on uh, or even words to express what that means that someone would do that uh, for other people, for us. But when it, it comes to us in our lives, when we go through traumatic experiences, whether it be one of the biggest ones, I believe, is relationship fallouts, uh, being burned by people, betrayed, um, stabbed in the back, or it could just be tragedy itself. What I want to remind you today is, number one, that's not going on right now. That's uh, What happened in the past is not... Not good. That's not an indicator that that's just going to keep happening, even though it feels like sometimes you're so on edge and on eggshells because of how deep the wound is, how far the hurt is. I want to talk today about this idea of how to triumph over that. And I believe it is directly related to control. I think as human beings, we want to be in control. There's all these self-driving cars nowadays. I don't know about that. You know, I'm the type of person that even when someone else is driving, I'm white knuckles grabbing onto the seat, uh, especially late at night. Oh my goodness. Let alone uh, some of you drivers out there that I have just risked my life entering that vehicle traveling down the highway with. So this idea of control, believe me, I, I can't even let other people make my own coffee for me. Like, it's, it's a problem. I want to do it myself. I want to be in control. We want to categorize the situation and analyze what, the possible outcomes it would be in every given scenario. And I always look to the scriptures, and when I I see that the disciples would go through a storm, you got to look at what Jesus is doing. He is sleeping in the storm. Not because he's ignorant, but because he knows who's in control. He knows that The current situation doesn't define who's in control or not. 
And rather, I believe that this, viewing life through this lens of, oh, I know who's in control. And constantly reminding yourself that. Because I think, you know, we all know deep down that, okay, God, I, I, I believe that you're over all of this. But when it comes to the deepest, darkest pain and hurt, we disconnect ourselves from a God of power and love and authority. Because it just seems like, man, how, how could you? I mean, you're invisible and I can't touch you and it's hard to hear you at times and and so there becomes this disconnect and we start to forget that he's in control and we're not and i've heard a lot of people say this and i love it is that you know sometimes when you're falling and it feels like you're falling you're actually falling into place and what i want to remind you of is there's many many purposes and reasons behind your storms, your trauma, your hurt, and your wounds. In fact, it's the very mechanism that God used to save the world was wounds. In the book of Isaiah, I believe it says that it's by his wounds that we are healed. Also, the scriptures say that he's acquainted with our grief. That he was tested in every way. He was tried. He was stripped. He was beaten. He was accused. Everything that we could go through, he, he has gone through. And he used it to now relate to us in a deep and intimate way. I don't know about you, but when you relate to other people that have gone through a similar trial as you, oh, how that brings you so much comfort. How that just feels so good to the depths of your being that, hey, I am not alone. That this happens. That storms come. That trauma happens. Whatever it is, you just got to let it go. In fact, by letting go, you're going to actually gain so much more than you ever could imagine. Isn't the kingdom of God glorious? That by losing, you're gaining. By giving, you're receiving. By serving, you're becoming great. By preferring other people in front of you, you're actually becoming the one that is great and the first and satisfied. You know, Paul reminds us not to look out for our own interests, but to look to the interests of others. And this is what I've told people, and this is the only way I've found relief in my trauma of going through things and fed series of, you know, anxiety problems, people problems. And the only way I've found out is by actually, you're, you're going to be blown away, is by actually going and helping other people. Wait, you're telling me you had people problems? And to solve your people problems, you just went and loved more people? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. It's crazy. The kingdom of God is so against our nature and against the world systems, and you can't put it in a box. And it goes against what our flesh wants to do. But let me tell you, if you just look beyond yourself, because here's what trauma thinking does. It, it always is, oh, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's always going to be. This is, it just puts yourself in a box that you can never get out of. But to triumph over trauma is actually to look to other people. And 
what's going to happen is God's going to use your trauma to help those people. That's the second point I want to look at is, is just letting God. Let go and then let God do. Let go and let God be God and do what only he can do, which is using this trauma as a vehicle for his triumph. As the very point of contact for his connection with people. And the third thing I just want to close with is as you let go, you let God, I want you to lean into people because we often are scarred by them. But my dad always said that you got to face your fears. And there's a supernatural thing that takes place when I believe when people get together and when you love. The Bible says that we're to love because he first loved us and we're to love people how he loved. How did he love you? Uh, he, He took the trauma. He bore the wound. He was completely and fully naked and took the shame so that you could be unashamed so you could find freedom so don't tell me he's not in control Because when all looks like he was up against it and defeated, he flipped the script. And I got a feeling that this is kind of what he does. This is kind of his specialty. So what I want you to do today is pray that God would flip your script. You got trauma, so do I. You got people that are betraying you, so did he. Lay it down. Just let it go. That's not going to mean that it's all going to be perfect and you're not going to relapse. And But let's start making some steps forward by first taking that first step back to say it's all you. Let's start gaining some ground by letting go. I'm telling you, if you get this, You're never gonna see your obstacles the same. You're never gonna see storms the same again. Stand fast, stand firm, and those obstacles will be opportunities. Those burdens will be blessings because there's something that's gonna be made that's special and unique that never was possible if it was perfect. 